Hi, and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. I'm Steve Hemphill. Last time, we talked about having superhero power from God. Today, we're going to talk about how the, uh, Satan does not work alone. Uh, obviously, he has humans who are furthering his evil ways, but there's also another category of beings that work on his behalf, demons. Ephesians 6, verse 12 says, For we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Note that our primary enemies are several categories of non-flesh and blood enemies. These include rulers, authorities, powers, and evil spirits. Note also that it's plural. It doesn't say enemy, ruler, authority, power, or spirit. Every one of these has an S on it. We have enemies, rulers, authorities, powers, and evil spirits, all non-flesh and blood enemies in the unseen realm. So that's uh, ERAPS, E-R-A-P-S, enemies, rulers, authorities, powers, and evil spirits. See what I did there? ERAPS, non-flesh and blood ERAPS. Uh, one example of how they tuned in, they are tuned in to stopping things that help people comes from a personal story I had to happen when I was out west uh, uh, one time a few, a couple of years ago. Um the very day that I started uh, my spiritual warfare channel and started to share a few of these stories of things that God was orchestrating in my life to teach me about spiritual warfare and, and demons and about how to fight in the unseen and how to pray more powerfully. I was, I was at a small church and I was there for a, a week long or a four day long um, uh, lecture series called demons versus prayer. And I always do a question and answer session at the end of each uh, presentation when I speak in public like that. And <clears throat> we had preachers from other churches there that night and their wives. It was a Monday night and there were lots of good questions asked in the particular area where I was. There was quite a bit of witchcraft and demonic connections. And there was some uh, 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 ladies helping with a, a local women's center. And the, some of the women in, in the center were cutting their arms. Cutting is a common sign of uh, satanic worship. And they were asking very good questions. And I was doing my best to make suggestions and bring up verses that applied to their situations and help them in their endeavor to uh, help these people get free from their addictions and from the evil spirits that were attacking them in multiple ways. And we were winding it down with the final few questions. And, and finally, I just said, does anybody else have a question? I thought we were about finished. And a man stood up on the back row who'd been completely silent up to this point. And you need to keep in mind uh, when you hear his question and his comment that I had been there uh, for three days. I didn't ask for any money. They were not paying me to be there. Um, I offered materials at no cost for anybody who was interested in a free stake. They could copy their own. It wasn't about money. It was about helping them. And I showed the video of getting attacked in my living room and, and the, the aftermath of that. Um, told the story and showed the video of, of the broken glass and the furniture upside down. So all that was presented to them. And this, this man stood up and I said, yes, what's your question? And he started screaming at me. 
I mean, this was the day I started my YouTube channel on spiritual warfare. You think Satan wanted that to happen? Absolutely not. He did not want that to happen. So it's the only time I've ever been verbally attacked in a public meeting at a church answering questions, trying to help people. The guy stood up and he started screaming and he said, you're a liar and you're a false teacher and you're just in this for the money. And he repeated that louder. You're a liar. You're a false teacher and you're just in it for the money. You lie. That didn't really happen in your house. He made a couple of comments and repeated those things again. I'm a liar, false teacher, and I'm in it for the money. And about the third time he said it, I, uh, I just said, I'm on a mic standing on the front row, a little wireless mic I'm holding. I said, you don't have to scream. And it made him mad. He's he, even louder. He said, you don't tell me what to do. So I just hung my head and listened. And he repeated those same things two or three more times. Finally, he sat down and you could have heard a pin drop in that church. Everyone was just like st staring down at the floor in total silence, embarrassed by the situation, didn't know how to react, wondered what I was going to say. And in that moment, um, I want, first of all, I wanted to respond and answer. So I said, let me respond to that. And as soon as I said, let me respond to that, the guy stood up and ran out the back door and slammed it on his way out. I found out later he ran to his car and cried for two hours. He'd been very upset at the idea that demons were still around today. He'd been, he'd left the church 20 years ago and had just come back and was upset that it wasn't like it was 20 years ago, that we were talking about things he did not want to talk about. And, and they prayed with him and helped him. And, and I was so sorry that it happened, but I just tried to share the truth from the scripture and from my daily life, applying that scripture and God's principles. So in that moment, as the whole church was in total silence, staring at the floor, waiting on me to respond, I felt like that they needed to see me humble myself before God and God needed me to humble myself before him. So I'm still holding the mic and every eye is on me and I get on my knees in the middle of the aisle at the front of that church. And I said, sincerely, I am so sorry that anything I have said has hurt that man's feelings. And I hope he can forgive me. And if there's anyone else here that I have hurt their feelings with anything I have said, I am so sorry, and I hope you can forgive me. And if I'm doing anything to hurt the church, I want God to make, make it stop. In other words, I want him to stop giving me opportunities to speak. I didn't charge. They invited me. I'm here to help. But if this is not helping, if I'm hurting the church in any way, hurting the kingdom in any way, then I don't want to ever speak again. This is not about me. I said, let me pray about that in front of you guys right now. Let's pray. I bowed my head. They bowed their heads. And I said, Lord, please forgive me for anything I've said that's hurt this man who left or any other person here. And Father, please help them to be able to forgive me too. And Lord, if I'm doing anything to hurt the church or the kingdom in any way, I pray that you would stop getting me invitations to speak. Don't let anyone else call me. In Jesus' name, amen. By the way, the next day I got invited to two new states I've never been to before. And I got invited on a national radio program. So I think that was God's answer to that. But I stood up after praying that prayer and I turned to the preacher who was sitting on the front row holding his Bible open. And I said, preacher, are we finished? And he said, no, I'm going to say something now. So he stood up and I handed him the microphone and he opened his Bible and he read the passage that says, 
they shall know you by your fruit. And after he read the passage, he shut his Bible and he looked at the church and he said, let me tell you that the fruit of Steve's work is not false teaching. We have been uploading these sessions, these videos of our worship service this week with Steve's presentations. And they've been watched by people all over the world. 12 different countries have watched. We've had messages from people all over the world. In fact, one of our former elders here, his daughter has not been going to church for years. She's been watching these and she called me today and she said, Steve's right and I need to get back in church. So I just want you to know that the, the fruit of Steve's labor is not false teaching. He's making a difference for the kingdom in a good way. Let's pray. So we ended that with a prayer. Now, do you think it's an accident that the very day I started the YouTube channel, Spiritual Warfare, way before I started any podcast, do you think that's an accident that I was attacked that night? Only time I've ever been attacked? I don't think so. Here's how I might pray about that. Lord, the evil powers against me have no chance against you. They can't hold a candle to you. Thank you for the power I have available against my unseen enemies because of my covenant with you. Right now, in Jesus' name, I claim that power so I can overcome those who stand against me and stand against you and your kingdom. Help me to use my life each day to your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. So let me suggest to you that part of your personal battle plan needs to be becoming aware that Christians not only have many human enemies, who maybe they're being influenced by unseen beings, but also we have many enemies in the unseen world, not just Satan. There are powers, authorities, evil spirits, and rulers. So we'll see you next time on Battle Plan, and we'll define spiritual warfare more specifically. Looking forward to that. And I want you to keep praying because prayer works. God loves you, and I love you.